From the Baller's Discord channel, this is the Baller Locker Room, where we talk all things baller. My name is Alex, and today we talk about news and updates, NFT's genius newest hire, and theory of sneaker crafting. So please enjoy episode 8. Disclaimer. The Baller Locker Room podcast is not affiliated with NFT Genius or Baller's NFT. All discussion here is not financial advice and a solicitation to purchase any past, present, and future Baller NFTs. All right, welcome to the eighth episode of the Baller Locker Room. Today, no guests, just us, Neil. Noons and Mpay. How's it going, Mpay? Bing bong. What's up, ballers? Always good to um, get it going on a, on a, a Sunday. Excited to you know chat with everybody about a, a couple different topics we can update the community on, and um, looking forward to it. Noons, how about you? Ballers, good to be back, fellas. Missed you guys last week. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, as we say, excited to chop it up with, uh, with just you guys, man. Lots to talk about for sure. Perfect. Perfect. So episode eight, we just got lots of updates. Um, first one on top of mind is the new Gaia site. Is it Gaia or Gia? How do you guys pronounce it? Yeah, I say Gaia. I think Jeremy called, yeah, I think Jeremy said Gaia on our episode, right? Okay. Yeah. All right. New Gaia website. I personally like it a lot so much it's definitely a lot better than the previous one one key feature is the open new tab open link and new tab so you're no more refreshing recent lowest price and stuff like that you can now just do it with a right click and that's big news as well as new kind of features you can see all these upcoming projects Flunks, hip hop archive, as well. Um, ballers, main thing. Sneakers, baby, right at the top, eh? That's mm-hmm. what I like to see. Uh, it's it's gorgeous. I mean, that homepage when you uh, when you first get there, and just being able to see all the projects, the color, like, and, and I love the coming soon, right? Having both flunks and that hip hop archive, which I don't think we're very sure about what's going on there. Um, it's gorgeous. Yeah, I I like that they're paying attention to the marketplace because. The usability, right? Opening up those new tabs, um, it's a it's big time for people that spend a lot of time on there and that are hunting deals, right? Constantly comparing and contrasting different uh, different things that they want to buy. It's awesome. Uh, Guy is definitely uh, taking some steps forward for sure. What do you think, Mike? Yeah, I'm with you guys. Um, there's there's been some comments in Discord that I saw where you know, people are concerned with um, things being omitted, right? i.e. marketplace on the side tab. I liken it to your uh, iPhone iOS changing or you know just updates to current technology where you kind of need to get used to it and eventually you'll get used to it, right? Um, and it'll become normal for you. At the time, you'll probably you know click and get frustrated and you know go into things that you're used to doing. But um, it looks better. Uh, it feels more functional to me. And I like the segregation of projects. I think it's a little bit cleaner in my opinion. 
So I'm, I'm on board with it. Uh, I think that the devs did a great job. The biggest question is when Raven.io for sneakers <laughs> is saying when, when, when. But until then, uh, we just got to do the old-fashioned old right-click. Moving forward, we got a big announcement. MPay, you got, you got, can you tell us what it is? So yeah, I mean, the, the biggest announcement is uh, communication. It's improved significantly. Um, I am very impressed. I mean, NFT Genius said, "Hey, listen, we're we're going to put it put things in place where you know we're going to improve communication." They heard us, and PV Patrick Viewing, baby, he's been doing an incredible job. When he doesn't know the answers, he responds um, and tells you that he'll you know at least try to get the answers. When he does know the answers, he's clear and concise. He lets people know, and he puts together incredible announcements. Um, I, I, there's nothing for me to complain about. I think certainly there are gaps to to fill and pieces of the puzzle to put inside of the puzzle still, uh, and we all know that. But at the end of the day, the communication has significantly improved, and NFT Genius has put their money where their mouth is by putting a director of communications in place for the community. Huge shout out to NFT, NFT Genius and huge shout out to, to PV, Patrick Viewing. Um, Neil, I, you know, thoughts on your end, man? It's a huge step forward, you know, because I think in this world, the communication with the community and like I, we even talked about it with, with Charles and Jeremy, right? Like we're investors into this company, right? Yeah, we're NFT holders, but we're investing in, in uh, this group of people, right? And what they're going to do going forward. So bringing someone who has been a massive part of the community, um, he's the right guy for the job. And like you said, Mike, like he's, he's done a phenomenal job so far. Um, even you just hop into the Discord, and if you just look at the announcements since he's kind of taken hold, um, like you said, just super clear communication. If you don't know something, that's totally okay. You're not, he's, he's new, right? He's just getting all this in, information from NFT Genius. But even like the graphics, I think the sneaker madness has gone off really well so far. I, bet, I mean, everyone's brackets are busted, but uh, for the most part, um, it's a huge step forward because if anything in this kind of community, we, we just need that communication constantly, right? Like what's new? What are we doing? Um, what kind of fun things can we take part of as a community? And Patrick Viewing, Viewing has done an awesome job so far. Um, very bullish for ballers. Very bullish for sure. What we've do you think, also, Alex? He's also embraced the role significantly, right? I mean, like he, yeah, he oh, yeah. truly knows it. You can tell by the tone uh, of how he responds. Like he actually enjoys it and he wants to you know, support everybody in the community as much as he possibly can. So. Uh, really impressed again, and um, one of the biggest changes thus far. What I'm really pumped about too is that I feel like if we had, if we actually had, say, like an election for this role, Patrick Viewing would have been right at the top regardless, right? So the fact that he was not only available to to do this, but he wanted to do it, he's capable of doing it, and he's a name and a member of the community that we're all very much aware of. It just kind of checks a lot of boxes. So I was I was thrilled for the announcement, and I'm even more thrilled to just kind of see how he's been executing so far. So big time, big time ups to uh, Patrick Viewing for sure. 
last point to this, I think if you um, envision a longer term, you know, year, two years, five years down the road, I see Patrick viewing, uh, you know, hiring folks himself, right? Bringing people underneath him to, to support the community in different channels. Um, so I think it, if uh, there are specific people, I know we have moderators right now and they do a great job, uh, but their sole job is not to be a part of quote unquote communications, right? Their job is to moderate. And uh, once Patrick Buing gets into a hiring mode, whew, man, that is when we can expect uh, significant growth on our end because we see growth, we see you know, user growth, we see you know, buying growth and so on and so forth. So that's when I'll get incredibly bullish, not to say that I'm not now. One point I did want to make was the first big test he, he passed with almost flying colors. Uh, and that was the Charles Atkins departure from MS, NFT Genius, for those who don't know. The Wales Discord was definitely in mad panic, uh, I would say. And Patrick Viewing handled it with common ease. He definitely got on call with um, the leadership team and was able to give out a clear and concise response within 45 minutes to an hour. And that's what he was hired to do. And I think he really did embrace the role and definitely stepped forward with the first big test of his. And I'm glad he's on board. Yeah, for those of you that don't know, Charles is not with NFT Genius anymore on the Ballers Project. Um, you know, really the, the reason is uh, it wasn't, sort of a fit for him. I think he wanted to kind of do his own thing and uh, shift into uh, other projects and other personal things. So uh, if you have any other questions, certainly reach out to PV. Moving forward, Sweet Night. Have you guys seen all the pictures? Man, that was crazy. It looked so much fun. No one touched the salmon, it looked like. And salad. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you took from that, Alex? <laughs> That's too, yeah. buddy. It looked like a blast, man. And you know, like, um, I'm just gonna I'm gonna show some love to you guys. One of my favorite parts of this ballers community so far is like getting to know YouTube, right? And I feel like it kind of brings me into it and seeing what Sweet Night looked like, getting to like bro down, you know, or I mean, I know there are some women there as well, but like being able to just be there at I mean, an amazing game too, and and get to know your fellow uh fellow ballers holders. It just looked like a blast, you know, and uh, getting to know people like in real life, I think is, um, is very cool for those that are doxxed and things like Sweet Night, as long as we keep doing those things in different places and uniting ballers kind of around the globe. Um, I think that's awesome. Um, it looked like a blast. It looked really, really fun. Yeah, if, um, man, I'm so jealous. It's just, it was such. Me too, yeah. I'm so jealous. Um, you know, but this is this is just a one M and M in the entire bag, right? I mean, think about how many different potential sweet nights there can be, different potential, you know, in real real life events in general there can be, and I mean, just looking at how much they, you know, people had so much in common, you know, probably laughing and joking, having a few cocktails, a few beers together. Um, you know, grabbing some grub and, and watching some basketball. I mean, that's what this is about. I mean, part of it is is about building relationships. 
I'm totally about building relationships. I think it, it opens up tons of opportunity in, in real life. Um, looking forward to some New York stuff in the near future for sure. Um, and then the big, big events, I, I hope that I'm a, I'm a part of it. I heard um, the more ballers you have, the more quote unquote tickets you might have into uh, an entry to a bigger event, whether it be, you know, maybe final four or NBA finals, or maybe it bleeds into baseball world series or, you know, hockey Stanley cup, things like that are what I'm thinking. You know, it might not be sweet every time it, you know, it could be a sweet every time who knows. Right. But, uh, uh, I'm incredibly jealous, as I said, and, um, you know, it looked like, uh, being in the whales chat as well, you know, it, it looked like some whales were, were hanging out together. It's really nice to see, really nice to see. Something that Jeremy said that stuck with me too, is that like in the genesis of, of this idea for ballers, right. Was they saw NBA Top Shot and they saw how popular it was, right? And they thought of like, how can we, how can we kind of unite this basketball community, right? In this NFT world. And what a great example of Sweet Night, right? Like just getting a bunch of people together, uh, watching some young stars, right? On the court and, uh, and yeah, talking ball, like you said, Mike, having some grub, having a few drinks. I think that's what this is all about, you know, and the, and the more we can do those kind of things, um, good on NFT genius for starting with something like that, like a sweet night. Right. Um, really excited for the future and hopefully something up in Canada, you know, Toronto Spears, let's go get something up there. I would, I would still have to fly out to Toronto, but, uh, might be a little bit easier than going to Atlanta or something. So we'll see, but exciting for sure. That's even something like that is in the cards. There's big representation out in, in Canada and Toronto in general. So I think. Uh, Hell yeah, I hope so too. The real Phil D will make it happen regardless, right? So <laughs> that's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm hoping. Let's make it happen, Phil. Canada ballers. I was surprised that the Hawks actually won, to be honest. I mean, no Trey Young. Um, yeah. But it capped off a good night, right? Atlanta won. Um, grats to everybody that won. Grats to everybody that won. But Alex, there there was something too that was brought up. We'd like to announce. Um, what is that, Alex? Yes, for those viewers who don't know that there is a whales chat in the within the ballers community. All you have to do is hold ten or more ballers in your uh, wallet and ping Ben. If when you do achieve that, he'll move you to. The whales chat and give you a sweet diamond right next to your name. I'm jealous of you boys. Jealous, jealous, jealous. Just peasants on the street with less than 10 ballers for sure. It sounds like a lot's going on in that whales chat, like constantly. You guys are you guys are always on top of the news. There's plotting and scheming and news and you know, nothing spectacular that the entire community basically doesn't already know, but certainly. Um, intriguing conversations happen in there. Uh, apparently during that sweet night, there were some non-whales that are either at, you know, anywhere from seven to nine ballers. And apparently they committed. I don't know. It's, you know, that's not coming from the horse's mouth, but apparently they committed. They wanted to get to 10. So um, hopefully they get there soon. Exactly. Looking forward for new whales to join. Hey, now, now's a good time, too. I mean, 
I guess the floor was swept just recently, but uh, man, good prices for sure. I know I'm constantly on the lookout. I got my checklist of what I'm looking for. Um, haven't made the haven't made the dive yet, but uh, damn, there's some tempting ballers out there for sure. I need to get on the Toronto Spears. Like it's killing me. It's killing me that I don't have the Spears ballers right now. So I'm trying. I'm trying. Working out some deals on Twitter. You know, I feel like that's where some of the best uh, deals come from. Just just working with the community, trying to figure something out. I've actually been talking with Shooter a little bit. He keeps teasing me with a couple of his, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. I might join you guys sooner or later, but uh, I'm on the road toward it. Sounds good. Sounds good. Looking forward to you to be there. Next up is a quick shout out to Dematador. He is starting his Baller AM podcast, a little short five to 10 minute podcast for anyone who wakes up early. Uh, he's putting a lot of effort into it, and I just want to give a quick shout out to that. He even reached out to me and say, "Hey, I want to bring my podcast to the next level." He was doing it out of Telegram as a recording, and then now he's he's on Spotify. Look, things looking big up. Continue, continue to grind the matter, um, the matador. So we'll see you on the, the top one downloaded podcast soon. Sure enough. Yeah, it, um, yeah I, he originally came to me, right? And so he was like, oh, dude, I'd, I'd love to hear uh, any feedback you have for me or any improvements that I can make. And to be honest, I kind of had to shift him over to you, Alex, and I appreciate you uh, supporting him. But you're right. He certainly did um, improve uh, significantly from day one to now. And, uh, you know, uh, awesome job, Matador. Um, and this is this is also what it's about, right? Again, people creating content. I'm not sure if he started to to do any content creation prior, but you know, this is a stepping stone for him, and this is a lesson for other folks, right? Like, you know, it doesn't have to be the best thing since sliced bread. It could be just a small thing that gets you going, and you know, gets you a little bit more motivated to do other things um, in your real life, and for ballers or for the community, for your family, whatever it is, right? But um again this is what it's about so i'm i'm very happy for him he was one of the first guys that i feel like had became like my like online friend in the discord he would always like answer my questions and stuff like that so and you know what i've always been so jealous of the late night crew because i'm an early to bed early to rise kind of guy so the fact that the matador is doing something like this has been right up my alley so product market fit i love it i love it the matador because there's some people like i i guarantee there's some other ballers like me that can't stay up to be in that late night crew uh spaces all the time which uh which i'm uh, always jealous of so the fact that uh he started the ballers am is is fantastic it's a great way to get some news right in the morning and like you said mike i love i love what you said it's sometimes with content like whatever you start doing it's going to evolve one way or another, right? Um, going one way, uh, going the other way, seeing what people like, reaching out to uh, to people like you guys and, and seeing like what he can do better. Um, it sounds like he has the right mindset for sure. And the, the more people that are trying to make their own thing to, to benefit the community is uh, is great, right? Um, that's why I've loved being Butter Baller so much is, is people are trying to do other things. So we got Ballers Bulletin, we got this pod, right? Ballers AM, Late Night Crew. It's fantastic, man. I feel like every couple of weeks there's something new. It's sweet. I the MP camp 
is in the early morning crew as well too so uh this is certainly on my alley i'm with you noons i have a one-year-old so you know he constantly wakes me up early and you know i am absolutely drained by the end of the day so it's difficult for me to uh, communicate with the the late night crew. I love the late night crew and I've joined a few different times, but it's just, dude, I can't, it's just so hard. Right. Um, and they're all on the West coast, so they're wired. Right. And I'm on the East coast. So difficult, but yeah, again, I'm on that crew and, um, awesome stuff. Surf is actually in the Boston area. So no excuses besides the one euro, I think. <laughs> You're right. You're right. <laughs> No, but he's got great that Hawaii time though. He's got that Hawaii. <laughs> he's the Hawaiian time. Yeah, he's he's taking it slow and easy every day. Uh, but great transition to the next coming of a new project, which is the UBL season two. Can you hit us with the details, Empe? Yeah, sure. Um, so two things, there's a premier league and a standard league. Uh, I know we did a breakdown, uh, in the last episode, which told you sort of, you know, the transition from one to two, what's happening. Some more details have come out since then. Ensure that you get yourself into the discord. If you're looking to jump into UBL season two, um, premier league is $15 per baller. Um, each team is 10 ballers. So you can, you know, mix it up. You can do your own team. If you have 10 ballers, you can, you know, join in to, uh, another team and get picked up as a free agent, right? If you have one baller that you'd like to enter, um, and it's very strategic, right? So, uh, 440 is the max amount for the starters, I believe. Um, and then it's 430 for the bench. So the overall score uh, has to equal 440. I think it's an average of 88, I believe, somewhere around there. And then 430, I think it's an average of like 83. I could be wrong on that math, but something like that. And then standard is uh, any top shot moment, $2 or more. So basically your, your lowest top shot moment. And you can put in a max of two ballers. Um, traditional league or standard league is your team. So if you're on, for example, the uh, Michigan Colliders and you submit a Colliders, uh, you're on that team, right? Um, I will be submitting Kem Ballers into that um, to play with the to play with uh, Parson Calmer and the Michigan Colliders again. I haven't picked the second one yet. Um, then lastly, um, ba, ba, ba. yeah, I don't think we have anything else uh, unless I missed something, Noons. No? Oh, hey, that was excellent. I, so I haven't taken part of UBL yet, but uh, I, I'm definitely looking to do it. So even that info drop for me was, was helpful. So I'm going to make it happen. And the, and the episode before, of course. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to try and get in. Um, I, I was upset I missed season one, so I don't want to miss out on season two. Uh, is there a deadline right now? Do we know? Oh, yes. So two more things. So yeah, deadline, I think is the end of March, um, for the premier league, I believe I'm not sure on the standard league. So yeah, once you join into the discord, majority of information is put in there from blood. Uh, also you can reach out to Ronan. I know he's super. So shout out to Ronan as well. 
He's uh, super involved in season two UBL um, since Anyang Newman is taking a step back for his new job. Um, you know, reach out to Blut and Ronan for anything regarding UBL season two. Uh, also, regarding Premier, I think they're doing a, a 50% pot goes to the winner. They're going to break down those winnings, um, I guess, based on placement. If you're in top three, top five, I'm not sure that's based now, but um, 50% of the entry goes to the league winners. The rest goes to sort of giveaways and um, some of the pot goes to the UBL creators, uh, which is well-deserved. I'm hopping in that Discord right now, my friends. We're doing this live. I'm getting in on this. Amazing. Yeah, plenty of information for everybody to check out. Um, Definitely but- check out the Season 2 Balance. It is a lot of info to digest. It brings me, just going from a regular investor slash collector, to you know, pulling up spreadsheets and saying, this baller needs to go with this sneaker. It gets plus 2 you know, different enhancements gets plus two, different accessories get plus four, plus six. So you're, you're I'm spending at least an hour or so just putting up my lineup uh, and sending it off to teams. Your ballers needs a sneaker. And if your baller ain't balling, you should be on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> I love that though. Like, I feel like the, the added depth makes it almost that much more worthwhile, right? Because it, it, it's some thought into it, right? You're not just like, Yep, here's my bowler. Let's hope for the best, right? Like you're actually like making strategic moves to better, get, like for your chances to go higher, right? So um, it sounds awesome. You guys are totally selling me on this. So I believe better, uh, your own team in Premier, or if you, well, actually, I think in any case, you can also manage your team, right? So if you have five starters to start the season, you can shift out a starter if they're not performing and put in a bench player. Um, into your starters, right? I think in the simulation, it changes starters throughout the game and and it and it puts them in automatically. Um, but as far as managing your um, own rosters, you can do that to start the game, and then the simulation takes in place. That's so cool. That's so cool. I hope uh, NFT Genius is taking notes too. Uh, it'd be really cool for this kind of stuff to. Uh, Go from unofficial to official, right? And whatever aspect that looks like. I say it all the time. I really, I really do think they should take notice because uh, what they're all doing, and with the help of Joe Shro um, on the analytics and sort of data side, uh, they're they're putting together a lot of really good stuff. It's awesome, man. You guys sold me. So if there's any other ballers <laughs> listening to this right now that have not uh, taken the dive into the UBL, this is your this is your beacon light. Let's do it, baby. Let's do it. All right, Alex, take us home, brother. Yes, our last one topic of the day is crafting. We In the Whales Discord, we've dug up some tweets by Baller NFT uh, Twitter handle, and they're look, they were responding to a uh, holder who had questions about what they're doing and what they were planning to do, and they mentioned beginning of development of game and crafting. Both Neil and I don't understand really too much about crafting, so we brought in our resident expert 
MP33. Tell us, MP, what, how does crafting works? And I mean, you came from a project with lots of crafting. Teach us, master. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, you are, you're so kind. I am not a master though. Um, so listen, I don't know how uh, Curdy and Jeremy and all of NFT Genius wants to approach this. My understanding of crafting is essentially you take um, one of your minted sneakers, right? Whether it be legendary, iconic, rare, uncommon, common, whatever it is, right? And you can pair that. Then they basically merge two. Well, it's basically both of them um, get burned and created into another one. You're upgrading from potentially uncommon to rare. And then you can put in potentially a common into that rare next time. And then you go up to a legendary. What I don't know is how jump and drip factor and all of these things are incorporated, right? If you take the chance of crafting, and it is a chance every time that you craft something, if you take the chance, do you lose an enhancement? Um, do you go lower potentially in drip factor? Um, you know, but you get a higher tier in, in sneaker, meaning you go from uncommon to rare. Um, so there's a lot of things to consider as you're, um, working on this craft, but just picture um, smashing two of your sneakers together to create one new one. That's basically what crafting is. And also they can change it to uh, if you want to go from legendary to iconic, potentially you need to mash four sneakers together, right? So one legendary and three commons or one legendary and two commons and one uncommon, right? I'm not sure how they're going to do all of this, but just keep thinking about that. And I think that's going to be an incredibly strategic thing. Also, it's going to add value to your sneakers collection as you go up and up and up, right? Because we all know, right? As you go up in the scale um, of sneakers, they become more coveted, right? I mean, people love these uh, legendary, but people are going to love iconic more probably, right? And, you know, if you get the chance of getting either a diamond or, um, you know, uh, a skate or a Tesla coil, you know, things like that uh, are awesome. Like also that changes the rarity too, right? So there's only seven diamonds now. If somebody crafts, to go up and you get a diamond, you're one of eight. I mean, that's ridiculous. So think of all the chances and possibilities of crafting. Every sneaker has a purpose at this point, in my opinion. Um, and I hope I'm not speaking out of turn. I would love to have a conversation with NFT Genius about this, um, but just everybody keep thinking about that and feel free to ask me questions. When you told me this offline, I immediately took all my sneakers off the market. Because like even those even those commons that I have, now I'm thinking about crafting, right? And I think those floor sneakers have a lot more value if if this is gonna be the case, right? I mean, the last time I crafted something was probably playing Breath of the Wild and like putting together like elixirs and food. Um, big Zelda fan. I don't know if you guys are, but uh thinking about bringing this to ballers and with sneakers and one question for you, Mike, after you after you went through that uh, beautiful explanation is that 
if we're if we're burning these sneakers, that's that's like completely gone, right? So are we slowly shrinking the volume of sneakers as well? That's correct. Yes, you are shrinking the actual amount of sneakers um, that will be able to be used in either the game or just overall functionality, right? I mean, you're uh, you're now combining them into one, two into one, or four into one. You know, I mean, I don't know how it's going to be done, but yes. That's big time because if once we figure out what we're crafting, what we need to craft, and the craft behind the crafting, right, is all, I that that whole volume of sneakers is just gonna shrink like constantly, right? Because I think it's also gonna be one of those things where it's gonna be addicting to keep trying to craft together and this combo with this combo, hoping for this result and stuff like that. So um even just thinking about the possibilities i mean i learned this about like a half hour ago right and i've been thinking about this the entire episode so i'm glad we're we're ending this one on that but uh yeah um thinking about crafting things specifically even for like stuff like the ubl right like you're going to be trying to craft two different sneakers to get a certain thing to match with a certain baller so you can perform in the ubl come on man that's uh that sounds like a lot of fun so i'm hoping this this takes place sooner or later, you know, we get a little bit more information um, rather than just speculating, you know, but uh, yeah. Hey, NFT genius, you're listening to this. Let's get one of you on here. Let's, let's talk about crafting. Here, here is the probably most important. And one of the craziest things that I would think of is I don't think that you can craft iconics together because that is the top level. I, I really don't, but think of this. What if you craft, two diamonds together, right? Um, so if you craft two diamonds or two Tesla coils together, you're lowering um, the rarity of, or you're hiring the rarity, uh, you're lowering the supply, and you're increasing your value of that particular sneaker um, and potentially increasing drift factor or uh, gaining an enhancement or you know, increasing your jump. So there's a lot to think about. Um, but shoot, man, there's so many possibilities of gaining value via crafting. Any thoughts yeah, on your, like, uh, Alex? No, it's uh, when I saw the crafting uh, tweet, I was, I was blown away. I definitely, like Neil said, my mind was running. I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking, uh, Wow, I could craft a iconic maybe with five sneakers, and the one aspect that I definitely want to highlight from you guys is yes, you guys are increasing the rarity as well as decreasing the supply. So this is deflationary by nature. So you're we're increasing our value every time we craft, and oh my god, you know what what crazy mad scientist uh, ideas we could they could dream up with, but pure speculation on end, but I'm looking forward to it. And I also want to raise one more point. I'm sorry. Yeah. I want to raise one more point. So I understand there's thousands and thousands of commons, but as we continue to craft, right, thousands and thousands of commons are going to go into the next sneaker or next tier. So what, mean, what that means is commons become incredibly rare which increases their value as well because people want to eventually buy those to craft into a legendary or to craft into um, you know, a rare to get into a legendary, right? So like those are going to be coveted. It's like 
as Alex said, deflationary and you know, commons are even going to increase in value as they become rarer and rarer. Something to think about. It's crazy. It's crazy. Now I'm thinking about like you whales too, right? Like, could you max out a sneaker, right? Like, could you, like, we just talked about like the, the idea of diamonds and diamonds and iconics and iconics, right? Like, I know we don't know much about it, right? But then could we get that five drip factory? Could we get that 99 jump, right? Like, could you get multiple, um, what do you call them? Uh, the the drive and the the ankle breaker and the stuff enhancements. like that. Yeah, those are yeah. Could you could you get all three enhancements? Like that's that's crazy. Um, but yeah, that, oh, lots think to think about for sure. Enhancement. Um, but shoot, man, that would be crazy too. <laughs> Who knows? Seriously, I yeah, I am definitely gonna look at the floor right now on Gaia a little bit differently with these sneakers. Um, man, I'm excited, boys. I'm looking at it right now. Woo. I'm going to go shopping, I think. Yeah. Right now, it looks like Payless, but it could become a footlocker, these uncommons. <laughs> I mean, commons. These commons could definitely look like footlockers in, in a couple couple months. Uh, but yeah, they're they're looking at Payless, uh, payless uh, pricing right now. That's music to my ears, man, because I'm sitting here with four commons and two uncommons. So... <laughs> Just hearing this kind of news that uh, these may increase in value, and especially the idea of crafting, I love it, man. Uh, that's that's awesome news. And I, I found that tweet that you guys were talking about. It's definitely from the Ballers NFT account, right? Like that's that's straight from the horse's mouth. Perfect. Um, I think that's all the time we have. You guys have any last words or comments? I'm good. Uh, I hope everybody enjoyed the episode. And um, if you have any questions about anything, let me know. Yeah, great chopping up with you guys. Uh, sometimes it's just a nice little breather, right? Having just us three and catching up on news and stuff. But uh, you uh, listeners out there, of course, we're going to get some uh, some guests upcoming as well. So, yeah, great episode, guys. Lots to talk about. Really good catching up with y'all. All right. Please hit or, uh, like or follow on us on Spotify or Apple. And if you feel like donating Bear Money, our donation app is on Twitter. And see you guys next week. That wraps up episode eight. Thank you so much for listening and hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Please send any questions or comments on Twitter at BallerLockerR1. And see you guys next week. Bye.